Travel Squad podcast. We're four friends that grew up together in the same small town. We followed each other to San Diego, and now we adventure the world together. One passport stamp at a time. We're here to share our travel stories and inspire you to go on your own adventures. Even if it starts with your own backyard. I'm Jamal. Brittany. Kim. And I'm Dana. And And we're we're the Travel Squad podcast. So grab your ticket, your passport, and don't forget your travel insurance. And prepare for takeoff. Hello, fellow travelers. Hey. Hi. Welcome to episode 60 Tips for Traveling as a Group. Today, you are going to hear the good, you are going to hear the bad, you are going to hear the ugly, and dare I say, the gnarly things you wouldn't believe that we've shared or experienced as a group. I mean, who better to give you guys advice on traveling as a squad than the travel squad? Am I right or am I right? You're You're right. right. I think I'm right. And I'm glad I have consensus on that. (laughs) As much as I love traveling with just Brittany and sometimes those vacations with your significant other are well-deserved to have alone. You miss us. I do. And that's what I was going to say. Traveling as a squad and in groups is such a fun way to travel that can really enhance the entire travel experience. It really does. I do love having my travel squad. Yes. People are so envious also. Not everyone has like a solid squad like this, but it's super important if you can find one that you hold on to them because they are priceless. Not everybody's a good traveler. And so when you do find a group that you vibe well with and you all kind of have the same travel style, it makes for really fun trips. And yeah, like super rewarding. You bounce off each other. You have more fun. No one wants to have like a negative Nancy or a party pooper in their group. So with these tips, we are going to teach you how to get your own travel squad. And like Kim said, traveling as a group can be so much fun when it's done right. It's really important to establish really good, solid squad to enjoy your trip to the fullest and to Today, we're giving you all of the tips to help you determine who might be compatible travel partners. And even if you're not looking for a permanent squad to go with on every vacation or your majority of vacations, there may be certain places where you're looking to go as a group. So this episode's for you just as well. Yes, if you can keep that permanent squad going, all the better. But definitely, you know, do keep in mind for any trip that you want to have people on, these tips will be helpful for you. And you may even learn how to be a better travel squad squad member yourself. Yeah. And then we could have you on the episode and you can tell (laughs) us the masters have now become the students. (laughs) All right. Let's get into some tips to start. First tip. When you propose a trip and someone is interested, you want to ask them what, not necessarily what's your travel style. You want to find that out. You want to ask them, what are you looking to do on the trip? Talk about how you'll split costs, kind of decide and determine those things before you invite them on the trip. And I think you really want to do that because I'm sure this is more an experience that someone can relate to is where you think that you want to live with friends and then you do and realize, wow, like living (laughs) as a friend with this person was like a really bad idea. And I'm not saying I've had that experience, but I'm sure most people probably have encountered an experience like that. So even though you're friends doesn't necessarily mean you mesh well in certain situations. So that's why it's always good to put out those feelers really to just make sure trip wise, you guys will be compatible and kumbaya. Last thing you want to do is ruin a friendship over a bad travel experience. 
And there's so many different questions you can ask. Like one is budget. Are you guys doing this trip on a budget? Are you splurging on certain things? Are you going all out, balls to the walls, luxurious, staying at Atlantis, the Palm in Dubai, (laughs) getting crazy? Like what is your budget and what are you guys willing to splurge on? And also just kind of find out like, are you going on vacation to relax? Are you guys sleeping in? Are you guys getting up early every day and hitting all of the sites? There's definitely some trips where I know it's a place that has nightlife and I intentionally do not go as a travel squad trip because these guys, although they can rock a Hakkasan night, not big partiers. We can rock Whoa. a Hakkasan night. Sure. <laughs> I fucking was balls to the walls in Cuba. I didn't even know Cuba was going to be like that, but it definitely was. <laughs> Yes, I kept up with the best of them in Cuba, guys. And then also importantly, when you're planning a group trip, if you, especially if you're splitting things, you want to talk about how you guys are going to split costs. Are you getting a hotel room? Are you guys splitting everything up front? For example, Jamal and I, we pay for everything usually, and then we Venmo Kim and Zena. But there are other ways. They pay us to go with them on the trip. <laughs> I mean, I try to pay up front, but they're like, no, 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 we want the credit card points, so we'll pay for it. That's I'm untrue, like, okay. Zena. <laughs> <laughs> this last trip, Zena, you were like, um, can I pay you afterwards? I know. I was going to say, I think I'm still waiting on a Venmo. <laughs> what? Yes. But see, that's one of the things. We definitely don't mind doing that. We trust the fact that Zayna and Kim are going to get us back. We know it. So those are good discussions and conversations to have before the fact, really how you guys are going to split things. I've heard instances from friends before where they said, oh, yeah, we said we were going to do this. And then they said, oh, I'll, I'll go ahead and get the gas. And then when gas came time to be due, they just somehow meandered away and never really paid for it you know so you do want to figure out those things that way you don't ruin friendships and you guys know again what each person is i don't want to say expected of but you know what's really going to be happening as you guys travel as a group i've gone on lots of group trips where it's not so official with who's paying what usually you always split the hotel and those kinds of things but i go on a lot of trips with people where it's like i'll get this one you get the next one and it's really casual and laid back like that and everyone contributes and there's no need to be so down to the penny for splitting it but it kind of works out when everybody has something to contribute and another thing too is when you travel as a group just be sure to be flexible and to compromise because you're taking a group with multiple people multiple personalities and you want to stay open to the experience yeah, I'm not going to lie. I mean, there's been times where Zane has suggested something, Kim has suggested something, and been like, eh, you know, I'm not really on board with it, but we go with it, right? Because there's certain things that we want to do that they're not on board with. So it's just having that mutual respect. And even if it comes to it and you guys are somewhere and can split up and don't want to do it, then, you know, don't feel the rigidness to have to stay together the entire time. You guys can split up, do something, but do be flexible on that as well. What have I ever suggested? suggested something that made you go eh. I don't know you're usually just to show up and go with it off the top of my head I can't really necessarily think of one thing in particular uh, I can yes in Cuba you wanted to go to the Ernest Hemingway house and I sat that one out it was a good one I really enjoyed the Ernest Hemingway <laughs> I didn't actually think someone was going to say something, but yeah, I guess we did split up on that. See, like off the top of my head, I can't think, but I know it's happened. And see, that's a perfect example of what I said. You guys split up. It's actually feel nice. the need to being, be able to split up. I mean, if it was just, say, me and Zena, it's like, I'm not going to make her go to the Ernest Hemingway house by herself. But if you're in a group and you aren't feeling something that some other people are, 
you don't actually have to do it. So there's that's a pro right there. So how do we plan for a trip with multiple people? There's so many different ways to do that. And I want to reference episode number 17 of ours. We have put out a step-by-step guide on how to plan a trip and save money doing it. So make sure to check out that episode. But first step is determining the size of your group. The larger the group, the more hectic it may seem and the more potential for disagreements to arise. And the more likely you're not all going to sit at one table when you go to a restaurant. Very true. That happened in Japan. When we were in Japan, there was a whole crew of us and that was really the case, wasn't it? It was. We were lucky if we could sit four together. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Let alone two. You can kind of start with like if you're renting an Airbnb it and only sleeps eight, then you know eight is your group. And once you're at eight, no more. Or even if it has eight, you can have space and luxury and cut it to six, cut it to four and just being like, oh, look at this big place that I got. So, I mean, do determine who it is that you want to go with and do keep in mind, you know, compatibility is key. And, you know, if it's for a weekend or some sort of getaway, you know, it's not necessarily so important. But if you're going to be gone for a longer period of time, you know, we're talking four days, even potentially plus, then these things definitely do need to have consideration. And during the planning process, it might be good to divide up the responsibility of the group because planning does take a lot of time and effort. So you might put one person on booking the hotel, another person on booking and researching transportation around the city, and then someone else kind of like pulling all of the highlights together so that you're dividing the responsibilities of the group to do the research. I know my responsibility. I'm driver. (laughs) What is yours, Brittany? I'm typically the planner or putting everything together. Kim? You know, I'm the one that finds the cool, fun stuff to do. The rooftop Rooftop bars bars, and Thai Thai food. (laughs) Zaina, what do you do? I show up and I bring the personality. That's right. So we all have our designated roles. You saved yourself with the personality. As a matter of fact, I was going to say that, but I was going to call you out at first and be like, I don't know what Zaina really brings. She also a lot. (laughs) I know, I know. I was just joking around. She used to bring the Cosmo magazines. Yeah, what the hell? I did. You know what? I'm so sorry. I I stopped the subscription but i'll tell you what else i bring i bring the sleeping in the back seat as well yeah the um, entertainment <laughs> and the run keeper app when we go hiking i do thank you Brittany. thank you for pointing that out i <laughs> saved our ass so many times on the slopes i don't know why i said slopes but the hills the mountains like we're skiing out there. or something i know right <laughs> yeah that's a good one that's a really good app i but, think the other other thing about groups i don't know if you ever text zena this but you always text me like here's some hotels or what do you think of this and I am like almost like the word of reason or the final say, or I help you make your decisions. Like you can't do what you do without me. <laughs> I just do that to make you feel more included. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I was going to say way to overinflate your ego on that one, Kim. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Well, you know what, Kim? She doesn't send me anything because I just show up with the personality. <laughs> I can't tell you how many times we've gone on a trip and Zena's like, what are we doing? I'm just like, oh my God, Zena doesn't even know what to wear or pack. Well, I see, and that goes into the next thing. Another piece of advice we have is create a Google document. If you're going somewhere, everyone can kind of do their own research on things and activities we want to do in the area. And believe me, for every trip, we always have one. And nonetheless, Zana will always show up and be like, what are we doing as if she never opened the Google Doc? And we know because we see the tab that pretty much says (laughs) that she never opens it. Well, I have never opened the Google Doc, but I personally prefer to be surprised because, um, yeah, you know what I mean? It's just that element of surprise. No expectations. They could only be high, 
right? Exactly. I know that I'm going to have a good time with you guys. I know Which that Brittany's... explains why you wouldn't be packing gloves if you needed gloves. Never <laughs> <laughs> yeah, really prepared. But going back to the Google Doc, it's really good because everyone has access to it all the time and it's automatically updated and everyone can throw in their must-dos. Like, I definitely want to hit this, this, and this and someone else can put what they want to hit and then you can organize it in a way that makes sense for the trip. Another thing in terms of planning, I mean, this may apply to you, may not. We've talked about it before. I'll say it again. Hammer out a shower rotation. I will say, though, when Zana wasn't on a trip with us one time, we didn't need a shower rotation. So I'm not saying Zane is the issue or she isn't the issue, but, you know, keep in mind who you're with. <laughs> as Zana shakes her head. I will just have you guys know that the last trip that we took as a squad at the time of this recording was to Washington, and I did not make a peep about the shower because they gave me so much shit about how much they didn't need the shower rotation prior to. But, but that I was the only reason. And it was your birthday, so we thought we'd give you, like, a little gift and be like, oh, like, let's give Zane a bone here and let her go. <laughs> Oh, I showered first in the morning, but after that hike, I showered last. I didn't even get like full birthday privilege of first person in the shower. I was so good and I didn't even say anything. I just remember in Arkansas, you ran early from our hike to go shower, but that's okay. I I asked Kim, do you want to run with me? She said, no. I said, bye. And then I fucking sprinted to the hotel so I can have the first shower. No, but in all seriousness, you know, we're throwing shade at Zana, but do keep in mind, I mean, if you are going to be sharing a room as we often do that's something to take into consideration we're harping on the shower but for the girls if you're a group mere space you know who's going to the bathroom first in the morning snoring is kim gonna bring the earplugs because supposedly i snore i don't believe it but you know i actually have a video (laughs) (laughs) so why don't we talk about some of the pros of traveling with a group you can have the time of your life that's number one that is a big one. Groups do make it really fun. I have to say, I've you know said this before, I've traveled by myself through Europe and as great as it is and how grateful I am for those experiences, I am telling you, it's different when you have people that you're traveling with because they are people that you're going to share stories with, whereas I'll never be able to share the experience that I had by myself. And like we said earlier too, because everyone has something different that they want, people like different things and might suggest an activity you didn't really think that you would go on or do. But when you're in a group, you'll do those things and you actually might enjoy it more than you thought you did and really enjoy that experience more. I've had that happen so many times when we've traveled as the squad, really something that I didn't necessarily not want to do, but I was just like, I'm not really feeling it. And then we go and do it. And I had a really good time. And I know, Brittany, sometimes when you and I are traveling alone, I feel like sometimes we're in our room I don't want to say early because we are out hitting the pavement, but I know if we were with the squad, somebody else would have had something they wanted to do, and then we would have been out actually doing something. So then in those moments, I'm thinking to myself, oh, what am I really missing out on? Because I didn't have Kim or Zana to make a suggestion and be like, oh, let's do something and not just go back to the room right away. Oh, that's right. We would not be going back to the room that early. We would have hit a rooftop bar if Kim was here, for sure. (laughs) Well, I got to tell you, even when we were in Cuba, Kim said that we're going to be going to Trinidad, which is uh, south of... Havana, like about a five, six hour drive just to go to a nightclub in a cave. And I wasn't opposed to it, but I was just <laughs> like, okay, cool. And let me tell you, they were pulling me out of the nightclub. <laughs> you I wanted to stay in while that guy was licking your face, didn't you, Zaina? Oh my gosh. You guys got to <laughs> listen to Cuba and hear about how the guy licked both Kim and my faces without realizing it. But yeah, I remember sitting on the couch at 11 o'clock feeling tired saying, um, I'm going to go, but I think it's going to be an early night for me. And as soon as you get there, bam, no, not even when you get 4 a.m. is early 
I know, right? No, you know what it is? They were serving mojitos as we walked up the hill to get to the cave. And one dollar. On. Another thing, too, Zaina, when we went to Boise, Idaho, we had talked about going tubing. And you were like, okay, I'll go tubing. How was snow tubing? Um, not, not to be confused with river tubing. Yeah, yeah she thought we were going to river tube in the middle of winter out in Boise, Idaho. That's why I wasn't too excited. I didn't check the Google Doc. And Brittany's talking about tubing. And she's like, do you want to do the 10 a.m. or do you want to do the 12 p.m.? And I was like, why don't we do the 12 p.m.? And I'm thinking to myself, 12 p.m., dude, that's when the sun's going to be fucking out if we're going to be going down a river in Idaho. <laughs> but in all honesty, other than sharing experiences with people, which is always fun, doing things that you didn't expect to do because you're in a group, one of the biggest pros of traveling as a group is saving money. I mean, honestly, who doesn't like to save money? And you can save it in multiple ways. You're going as a group, you're sharing a rental car. If you're going as a group, maybe you're sharing an Airbnb and hotel room. So it definitely does lower the cost for you. So that is a very good benefit of traveling as a group. You're sharing gas too, or you can also share meals. Yes. You can also not only save money, Jamal, but you get to save space in your luggage. Tell me how. So when we went to Denver, we flew on Frontier from San Diego to Denver, and they charge for your carry-on bags. Well, Frontier is a budget airline. So yeah, they charge not only for check bags like the normal, but if you're going to bring something beyond like a backpack or a purse, I think actually like a roller or suitcase, mm -hmm. even carry-on sized luggage, they charge you for it. They're so, totally fucking you hard. Yeah, they are. They don't even give you water for free. So I hate to call out airlines in a time when they really need the money and people to travel, but Frontier is a no-go. I'm just going to throw that out there. You so, got to say what you got to say. Yep. And you know what we did? We turned around and we... Right back. Double so, fist them back. Boom. <laughs> you know, we decided that we're not going to pay a luggage fee there and a luggage fee back. We will split one luggage. So Kim and I split a luggage and split that fee. And then Jamal and Brittany, obviously, together. And then coming back, we had that. Now, I am lucky because I have this big ass luggage. So Kim and I were planning on putting her stuff in my luggage. But then we realized it was so big that we could just put her luggage inside my luggage. So we didn't even have to, like, pack together. It was just a bag in a bag. So instead of two people paying two check bag fees, it was two people paying one because you shared luggage. So it is saving money also that way too. That's how you do it. Yeah, yeah. And then when you're in a group, you don't all have to pack everything. Somebody can bring a hair straightener, a curling iron, blow dryer, the medicines, sunblock. You can kind of share that responsibility. So your bag doesn't have everything in it. Another perk of traveling with a group is you can break off into smaller groups if people want to do other things. And then also from like a safety standpoint, you're not by yourself. So you can break off in a group of a smaller group of two or three and still feel safe while you roam a new city or go check something else out. That's true. And we also mentioned this too, but I want to say it again. We're really harping on this because it is reality. People will like different things and suggest different activities that everyone else won't. At least they don't necessarily think the thought of it sounds appealing. But when you do it, more often than not, you're going to enjoy it because it's something fun taking you out of your comfort zone that you weren't necessarily expecting and you are sharing that experience with your friends people you want to be with so it makes it all the more enjoyable in that sense I think the other thing is you don't always want to plan every detail of your trip on your own so when you have a group you can bounce ideas off of should we do this or should we do that what do you guys want to eat for dinner so those decisions are not all on one person you can kind of relax on your trip too oh and directions oh my god navigating a city that's always nice to have 
multiple heads especially if it's in a different language or just have britney (laughs) (laughs) i have had to get us all out of a pickle on the trail before not (laughs) not in a city though it was a legit trail legit trail but still like signs directions sometimes streets are all wacky and it's just really nice to not have to be all on your own for that you mentioned something though kim about you know it definitely helps when you have multiple people suggesting where to eat but that can also cause confrontation especially when we're talking about sharing a deep dish pizza pizza that had mushrooms on it. <laughs> well, who the fuck likes mushrooms? Tell Every, me that. <laughs> everybody here at the table except for who? you. Uh, you, Everyone but you, Kim. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's something up with you people. Oh, who didn't eat the mushroom and didn't get sick? Well, that was in a completely different location and not Chicago deep dish pizza, Kim. And that was in another country. So, you know what? Let's just uh, not throw that country under the bus right now. But, you know, that could have been anything from another country. But it was mushroom. I just love the fact that I was so sick, puking my guts up. Jamal's making fun of me for being dramatic. And two, three hours later, boom, it Jamal worse than me. Mushrooms will fuck you up like that. Well, when you have them in other countries. (laughs) So as the group is talking about there are some potential downsides to be aware of from traveling as a group and not to be negative or anything but these are just things to be aware of so that you know what to expect as you prepare for traveling like freakouts like kim's mushroom freakout here when i just brought it right up <laughs> oh, coming from the king of freakouts over here you know what uh, you know sometimes i will have a moment of panic i don't really want to call it a freakout if i'm being quite honest and i want to say that you ladies over exaggerate my panickiness i love it because Brittany has started slyly taking videos of you while you're having a freak out and you could see from your face when it's a freak out i have to (laughs) compose myself so that's what i'm saying they're just slight moments of panic i wouldn't call them freak outs but you know we'll let our listeners decide and i think when we took the poll asking is jamal gonna have a freak out i think our listeners were on my back when they said no and they know that britney over dramatized overwhelmingly yes no i don't think so but the nice thing about these freakouts is you know it's it's like we're i know Jamal and I, technically, we are brother and sister, but really, it's just like arguing, not really arguing with your brothers and sisters. But see, the freakouts that I do have, if I'm going to acknowledge that I do have some, <laughs> <laughs> they are not necessarily, in my opinion, ruining the whole moment and we're actually fighting. And the fun thing about it is, at least if there is a downfall of the freakout in the moment, we always look back and actually laugh about it later. So it's always a good time in that sense. Yeah, we're able to come back from the freakouts. Yes, we are. <laughs> hey, travelers. We want to stop for a quick minute to tell you about a really exciting product we put together just for you. As you all know, we love getting you excited to visit places for yourself by sharing what we did and making it easier by giving you squad tips that we learned along the way. The Travel Squad has created something to provide even more value for you in addition to our episodes by detailing trip itineraries and comprehensive multi-page guides with everything you need to know to do the trip right. These Itineraries include information on what to see and do in the area, where to stay, directions for the best routes, and even where to eat along the way. And we put them into these beautiful PDF guides just for you. We created itineraries for a week in Yellowstone and Grand Tetons, Big Island, Hawaii, and an itinerary for an American Southwest road trip. And so many more itineraries to come. We are so excited to announce that they are now available to purchase on our website. So go over to travelsquadpodcast.com to get yours today. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? 
That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Now, this has never happened to us as a squad, but it's something that you should potentially be aware of could happen. It's not getting paid back. Yeah, I've definitely heard stories from people when like paying for a cab and one person's getting it and then the other person's either says I'll get it next time or I'll pay you back for that and then you never see it. And that's just kind of sad. And like if you're going to be close enough with somebody to take a trip with them, you should be decent enough to pull your own weight in that sense. And not like if you're having a good trip with someone and, and then you don't pay them back, it kind of puts that little stain on the trip for them. So just be considerate. But it is definitely a con that could happen. Another con Zayna knows all about stage fright in the bathroom. <laughs> you know, I'm reading these next few things on the show notes and I'm just like, oh my gosh, these are so funny. I'm joking about putting you on the spot about stage fright in the bathroom. But truly, again, like I said, especially if you're new traveling with certain people and you are sharing a room or something like that, let's not kid ourselves. You know, there could be the possibility of somebody really thinking, man, I don't want to go to the bathroom and just blow it up in front of all these people right now. So, I mean, a little bit of stage fright in that sense. Squad tip, bring so- Poopery. Mm-hmm. It, it truly works. It really does. It's funny because I feel like you spray it before we go in, Kim. That's like why to we bring spray it. it at all times, just in case <laughs> you guys left something in there. I don't know. But hey, if you do get stage fright, do a little poopery. Turn on the water faucet and uh, maybe, you know, maybe send some people away, like go get towels from the front desk or something. Or go use the restroom (laughs) in the lobby. (laughs) (laughs) For the record, I don't have stage fright with the squad. Sometimes, you know, you just can't use the restroom when you're on a vacation. And it's scientifically been proved that your body gets just not stage fright. I feel like stage fright isn't the word, but you know that something's different. You know Mm. that something's up. No, it's true. I mean, I won't deny like when I go camping for example if it's a couple days i feel like i um can't go you know what i mean and i think it's because my body knows i really don't want to use campground restrooms (laughs) (laughs) so the next one is i'm curious as to who put this one on here but people fart in their (laughs) i can't even say it people fart in their sleep or under the covers and (laughs) they could potentially Dutch oven. <laughs> Potential Dutch oven, as if it's like accidental. Somebody turns <laughs> the covers or someone turns and then rolls over and accidentally covers somebody's face. You know, I think I know who this pertains to. We but, have never dutched oven but, as a squad. But I will I'm not gonna throw out a name, but I think I know who it is. I'm gonna I say right now. When this episode airs, we put out a poll and we see out of us four who our listeners think is the Dutch ovener. And I think no like, one has ever Dutched oven ever, unless you guys are Dutch ovening when Kim and I aren't in the room. Well, maybe we that kind of thing. No, we don't. No. But maybe we hear stuff when you guys are asleep and don't realize you guys are doing it to each other. That's all I have to say. <laughs> 
So another potential downside of traveling as a group is if you're sharing a Airbnb or a hotel with multiple people and there's a lot of ladies, you are sharing a bathroom and it's going to take longer to get ready. And if there's limited mirror space, that also contributes to how long it takes you to get ready as well. Squad so. tip pack a handheld mirror yes. you're going to be with a group. And that goes back to what we were saying earlier. This is a potential downside but if you really know the people who you're going to be going with, you can avert these issues of like crowded bathroom space mirror space and figure out a routine on how you guys are going to do rotation work together, help each other. I don't really have this problem applying makeup, straightening my hair, blow drying my hair but mm -hmm. you know I'm not going to lie. Sometimes I have to get in a bathroom full of three women and comb my hair in the morning too so I can relate to some degree but it's all about that balance and making sure that it can be done. Another one on the list that's incredibly important is not being able to hook up. Jamal, Brittany, you want to talk about this? Well, when we travel as a squad, you know, we want to be polite and not... <laughs> I don't even know what to say <laughs> and not hump each other while you guys are in the room. So Thanks sometimes we have to ask you guys to go to dinner or the bar or out and then we'll just meet you there. But um, I think this has happened, you know, for Kim as well. When we went to Cusco. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> Kim knows all about this. I do happen to remember our drive back um, on one of our recent trips and you guys like to make this part of your trip, right? It's, it's like a tradition you guys have. And I totally offered all get out of the car we can stop at a loves in idaho and <laughs> you can cross that state off your list <laughs> well new states new cities new countries it's kind of uh Brittany and i's thing to you know plant our seeds everywhere if you will um so yeah but the the gas station loves in idaho that that, that didn't happen but it was you know just a thought <laughs> guys this is a tangent but i recently had conversations with people about when you stay in hotels and hook up in hotels people like to come everywhere like what? the the carpet the bed the curtains they're like yeah it's a hotel that's i'm like are you fucking serious and multiple people were agreeing oh my god that's I so not terrible that. like we're in a hotel <laughs> so Here, here's some curtain juice <laughs> oh my god be respectful wow i, I, I need to bring Jamal a black light now. does not do that <laughs> <laughs> if anyone was wondering that's so gross <laughs> someone has to clean up after you yeah <laughs> that's a wild tangent you just took us on there <laughs> i was not expecting that but you know what kim hates when we travel as a group alarm clock sounds <laughs> so i like to be woken up with my home alarm clock is like birds chirping and it starts out very quietly and it gets louder at the same time a light gradually comes on so i'm a, i'm awoken very peacefully when i travel with these guys they used to do this all of them set their alarm and it's just like at the same exact time or maybe one or two minutes apart and it's like dude we're in a 200 square foot room we only need one alarm clock and it doesn't need to be like the fire station alarm <laughs> sounding the burning building right here by us so just you know assign one person to set the alarm well i feel like one time we did assign you to the alarm cam with your beautiful soft melody tone that you like to be woken up to like a princess and <laughs> you ended up waking up and did not wake the rest of us up to get ready so you know 
you have your system, but sometimes However, it don't really work I, out. However, I immediately got in the shower because I was first in the rotation. And then <laughs> what, by the time I got out, which is when it would be polite to wake you guys up, you were already up. So okay, you're welcome. Well. <laughs> Although when we were in Lebanon staying at my cousin's house, oddly enough, I mean, it was downtown Beirut and someone had two roosters. I got woken up every day from that rooster cacawing at me. I mean, there was two. Like one decided to take a nap and then the other one got up and started to... Well, that wasn't an alarm clock uh, and a sense set up on a phone. It was a circumstance of happenstance, if you will. But, you know, it is what it is. But another thing, potential downfall. And, you know, this happens a lot. The ladies are snorers. I have to bring (laughs) their plugs sometimes and put them in. And so they really do help me out. So just be aware that, you know, the ladies might be the snorers. They're the unsuspecting Mm -hmm. ones. (laughs) On our last trip, I left the house and I forgot my earplugs and I ran back up the stairs to get them. It's like, there's no way I'm taking a squad trip without these. (laughs) (laughs) The last potential downfall that we're going to talk about is sometimes there's a bit of indecisiveness within the group. Like, where should we eat? And everyone's hungry, but no one's making a decision. And so everyone just gets frustrated. And then there's just no decision made for a while. Sometimes Kim throughout i don't care when kim said when kim says i don't care you know things are getting real serious over there (laughs) i think you need to put in your first aid kit like a little bit of snacks some almond butter or something just in case (laughs) (laughs) but you know those are some of the potential downfalls and like i said you know those are going to happen regardless even if you have the right click of people going with you so just know that you're going to have to roll with those punches sometimes and in the end of the day they are good memories to look back on like remember when this happened remember then that happened i mean we're playing and making fun of each other right now about the snoring the dutch ovening even (laughs) quite honestly so you know it's stuff to look back on and laugh but in the moment just expect that they may happen roll with the punches so all the more important realizing the potential downsides to make sure you do your vetting in a sense of who's part of your crew when you travel. Any final thoughts, ladies, on advice on making the perfect travel crew? Last thought is just that, yeah, you can do all these questions and all this prep, but sometimes you do end up on a trip with people that aren't as fun. And sometimes you end up on a trip with a group that you have so much fun with. So I totally highly encourage you to travel as a group. Yeah. Some of my best travel memories, again, as much as I love traveling alone with Brittany, certain places, certain things, honestly, some of my very best travel memories are with the squad and other trips that I've taken with my guy friends back in the day, you know, before we all got married, settled down, makes it more difficult that way to travel in those types of groups. But still, the group traveling experience is not to be missed. And it's definitely a great part about traveling. I love our squad. There are times where we're on a trip and it's so fun that I guess I start to get sad just thinking about the fact that this trip is going to end because it's just so fun. All right. I think it's that time, Kim. Coming in hot. Questions of the week. Ask us now or forever hold your peace. Send in an email, a DM or the gram. Questions of the week coming at you like, bam. Woo. So our first question is from Jessica, 34, from Atlanta. Hot Atlanta. Have you ever had any bad experiences traveling as a group? And if you have, what would you have done differently? So I have an example. 
actually from very recently. It wasn't necessarily a trip. It was a staycation, but there were 13 of us in an Airbnb. That's a lot of people, Kim. And not everybody knew each other. There was one guy who was just really obnoxious and saying really stupid stuff to this one girl. And it was repeatedly throughout the weekend. And she was getting frustrated with him, kept telling him to stop. And so that's something that does come up sometimes with groups is like two people who may not know each other or maybe they do know each other are not vibing when that happens like looking back i wish i would have just said something like stop being a dumbass apologize like get over it and let's stop it now versus kind of like not addressing it letting and then it drag it, on yeah and it's, it wasn't between me and anybody but it was happening in the area and kind of like killing the vibe when it happened so nip it in the bud anyone else I mean, quite honestly, I feel like our experiences traveling as the squad, we've gotten really so lucky. And I mean, Brittany's my wife, Zana's my sister. You're a friend since I've known Brittany, Kim. So, I mean, it's like we're all family. So even though families can be like, ah, I want to kill each other sometimes too. I don't feel like we have that experience. Our worst situations, I feel, is deciding on what are we going to eat? And, you know, sometimes when you suggest Thai food one too many times, I just have to say okay, you know, and we'll just go with that. (laughs) (laughs) So there's no fight. Um, I'm just kidding though, by the way. (laughs) Most of my travels are either solo or with the squad. So other than that, no, there's only one. And I know that Kim knows specifically what I'm talking about, but I don't think that it's anything that should be repeated. But the one thing that you should know about me is I do speak up and... (laughs) (laughs) a lot of conversations were had and I don't necessarily back down. I don't know. I'm not afraid of confrontation. So I don't necessarily see it as a bad experience because I handle myself. And that's definitely comes down to like different travel styles and expectations and comfort levels with going with the flow. Like that's so important. I actually traveled as a group internationally and a friend brought a friend So this was somebody I had just met and he hadn't traveled out of the country much. So he wasn't used to like having to navigate and just like different, different experiences that you get when you're out of the country and you're not just with your parents. So that was interesting. People who are very go with the flow and people who are more like uptight and want things planned and that can be a piece of friction there. If anything, I would say that if you had no part in planning something, then don't say anything at all because you could have chosen to do some planning around that especially if someone's asking for your opinion or what do you think about this don't let someone else do something and then turn around and complain take responsibility and don't blame someone else for what you didn't do our second question came from an anonymous submission so we have no name or location for this one but they ask if you could travel solo as a couple whether it be friends or lovers or with the group what would you prefer really good question and I know what my answer is, but I'll let you ladies take this off the bat first. I have traveled solo. I've lived overseas solo and I've traveled with the squad. I think that you should do a little bit of each and determine what you like, because I think each one builds character and tolerance. I haven't done solo. I've done couple. I've done it with just one friend. I've done it with small groups and I've done it with big groups. I've done it a lot. (laughs) (laughs) Been around the block a couple of times, aren't you? Yeah, and I would say like a mid-sized group, like four to eight people, or maybe even eight's a little bit big, but that's the sweet spot for me. I like that. Although I have been pushing Kim to travel solo at least once. I will do that when I get the chance. I'm definitely going to. 
I have to say, I really haven't traveled solo much. I've really traveled with Jamal or with the squad. And, you know, a little bit of both really works for me. I love traveling with Jamal alone, but sometimes it's nice to have the squad there and just get a different dynamic. So I enjoy traveling with both groups. Yeah, you know, I'm, I'm going to have to agree with Brittany. Her sentiment is pretty much my sentiment, really. I love traveling with Brittany alone for certain things, having that alone time with us as a couple. And obviously, you know, that's why we have the Travel Squad podcast. We travel a lot as the squad. So I love it just as much. I can't pick one over the other. It's just, you know, what's my flavor of the week this vacation really and what we want to do. One thing, though, that I do want to say is I wish... And I'm envious of you, Zaina, for having traveled solo when you were younger. I'm at a stage in my life now where, you know, I'm married, I'm with Brittany. That's not really feasible, but I wish I would have had that experience as a personal development uh, experience, finding out who I am as a person traveling alone. So I wish I could have had that and I would have loved to do all three if I could. But, you know, uh, can't pick one over the other couple and as a group is always fun. I was going to even ask you guys that question, if you guys would ever do a solo trip on your own. Being married now? No, not really. I mean, but... I mean, I would. (laughs) Like where? Where would you go without me and do something alone? Um, You know, if I ever got into backpacking, I might be into backpacking alone or I would maybe go to Iceland alone. Not that I don't want to go to these places with you, but if I had the opportunity to go alone or if it felt right in the moment, I would absolutely take that That opportunity. That could be like an experiment for growth and connection with you guys because you could take a solo trip at the same time you take a solo trip and you come back and you talk about your experiences. And Yeah, I don't think it's a bad idea. On the next podcast, guys, Jamal and Brittany solo trips. Well, I think Brittany just settled an argument that we internally have amongst ourselves on who loves who more and I think we've just settled <laughs> this discussion right now. it has anything now. to do with Independence who more. loves I th- I, you know what more. else I think would be really cool is taking a trip where you just go to the airport and go up to the desk and buy a ticket. Oh, that would be really yeah. fun. And you know, you're packed for whatever. I mean... I- one, that sounds fun, Kim, but I just want to go back. I could travel alone. I thought at this point, like, quite honestly, like, why would I if I was with Brittany? But if she's on board for it, believe me, I'm about ready to take my solo trip right now, too. No qualms about it. <laughs> just want to throw guys. that out there. Good for you guys. And you know what, Kim? I remember one time I did buy a one-way ticket from San Francisco to Dublin, and I had no plans after that. So, Did you know you were going to go to Dublin when you went to the airport? I did because Dublin was, I think it was $300 one way from San Francisco to to Dublin versus Madrid or Paris or Portugal. Mm-hmm. And I had already been to all those places, but they those one-way tickets were like $700 at the time. And so Dublin won by a long shot because it's like, holy shit, that's so cheap. But yeah, I mean, I have showed up when I was on that trip to different places and just kind of figuring it out. Mm-hmm. I've been invited to Stuttgart, Germany. And as soon as I left Amsterdam to go to Stuttgart, I got an email from the person who invited me saying, actually, never mind. Long story, crazy story. And so I was like, well, fuck, what am I supposed to do? (laughs) But I already had a ticket to Stuttgart. So I was like, fuck it. I'm just going to go to Stuttgart. Once I get there, I'll figure it out. And then I ended up buying a one-way ticket to... I think it was Croatia and I took an overnight train. So I've definitely figured it out. I've definitely been lost. And it is, like Jamal said, a personal development experience and figuring out how much you really can trust yourself and really how great the world is and how great they do treat you. 
All right, guys. Well, that sums up our group travel episode. Thank you so much for listening this week. Keep the adventures going with us. Follow us on Instagram and on YouTube at Travel Squad Podcast. Tag us in your adventures. Let us know where you're going. And you know I want those questions of the week. Mm-hmm. And if you found the information in this episode to be useful, or if you thought we were just plain funny and brought the personality, please share it with a friend that would enjoy it too. And as always, guys, please subscribe, rate and review our podcast, and be sure to check out, rate and review us on YouTube just as well. And check in every Travel Tuesday for new episodes. Stay with us for next week's episode. We have some more amazing adventures and tips in store for you. Woo! Woo-hoo. Bye, everyone. Bye. Bye.